Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday. It is September 20th. Yesterday, we actually managed to come up with a little bit of green ink. Hey, we'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few minutes. Before he does, though, let's not forget that uh, there's a lot of things in this world that you and I, we just can't control. But when it comes to your retirement, you can control how much risk you have in your portfolio. But you have to know Number one, how much risk do you have? And number two, how much risk should you have in your current portfolio? Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. 105.7 Light FM, that's a journey there. Hi, my name is Morning Dave. We're at 838 now. That's 22 before 9. And it's time to check in on your money and see what's going on. This is going to be a seismograph day this afternoon, about 2 p.m., I suspect, because the Federal Reserve is messing with interest rates today, and I'm not hearing anything good on the uh, tip sheets that I read every morning. Let's see if Philip Statler found any good news this morning. He's downtown at the offices of Statler Financial Services, and I'm betting you don't have any really good news either, do you, Philip? Hey, hey here's the good news I have for you today, Dave. The market mm -hmm. closed in the green yesterday. That's all I can get. Yeah. I was kind of wondering, almost 200 points up on the Dow. I'm now, the cynic in me says dead cat bounce, <laughs> nothing more. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it was, uh, I was really shocked when I had a little, finally got a minute to look at it. And, you know, it was, it was not bad. I mean, it was up a little bit across the board, um, which, which is good. But yeah, I, well, I got to tell I you, it's not going to follow through today. Uh, no, I think we're going to give back basically everything we gained yesterday. Setting the table, the Dow was up 197 points yesterday. The Standard & Poor's 500 up 26 and a half, and the NASDAQ went up by three-quarters of a percent, up $87. And, uh, you know, given the fact that we're all scared to death of what the uh, Federal Reserve is likely to do today, one of my tip sheets started leading in the direction of uh, increasing the odds of a full 1% bump on the interest rates. Uh, kind of makes the uh, my lead tip sheet this morning that I got the headline on it was the Fed is not the stock market's friend. Well, hello, Mr. Obvious, right? Well, yeah, and then you add to that, um, you know, I, I found something's going to add a little fuel to their fire as well because mm. Sweden raised their central bank raised their uh, interest rate by one percent. But just just what Jay Powell needs, a good example of another example, right? Exactly. So, oh, Lordy. Uh, you're right. It could morning. be coming. If it comes, you know what that means to, to come tomorrow. Oh, Lordy, I know what it's going to mean about 2.15 this afternoon. Uh, the federal government didn't do us any favors with the uh, monthly, with the daily data dump coming out of there. Housing starts, which is the bellwether for a uh, healthy economy. It was expected for housing starts to grow by three-tenths of one percent during the month of August. Housing starts up 12.2 percent. Good news for the economy. But uh, let's pour some gas on the fire, shall we, with the Federal Reserve? Exactly. So it, uh, those things are, are, again, good news is bad news, right? We're glad to see that housing starts are up, uh, but, uh, but permits are down a little bit. So that's kind of a, a, a forecast of what could be coming our way. And, yeah, and in terms of leading wanna... indicators. 
I'm sorry, in terms of leading indicator value, the building permits tend to be the uh, bellwether for our standpoint, and uh, we're still seeing the construction market leveling off. Yeah, we do. And, and I, I want to, so I think interest rates, the, the interest rate statement is not going to come out until tomorrow, Dave. I want to make sure you, because tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, so tomorrow's Wednesday. That's right. It, it's only Tuesday today. I keep forgetting. Right. I want to move the calendar ahead of day and get this one over with. <laughs> uh, it'll be tomorrow we'll want to get over with. Uh, that's true. I just want to get the whole period over with in the process. I thought it was Wednesday in my mind. I apologize. <laughs> it's uh, it, it Basically, uh, every indication we've got is that the economy is perking along all right. The uh, employment report that we had at the end of the week last week, we still have more job openings than we have total unemployed. Uh, the uh, number of first-time jobless claims actually fell a little bit last week. Now we get housing starts actually unexpectedly up. Uh, as the Fed begins to meet today, and I'm sorry, you're right, it's only Tuesday, as they begin to meet, their data that they're, uh, d that they're digesting tends to indicate that, uh, boy, we need another bump in our mortgage rates like we need a hold on the head, but I'm thinking they're thinking the opposite. I'm, I'm betting so, Dave, and, and uh, I think we may be, uh, you know, if, if we get out with three-quarters of a percent, we may be happy. Yeah, and you and I were talking about that yesterday. We kind of we kind of have been figuring that three quarters of a percent is kind of sort of baked in at the moment, and uh, one percent is going to be the number that's going to really cause us with a fall on things. But it, it's it's an interesting mess because some of the conventional rules that we're talking about aren't working either. I mean, okay, equities are under pressure because of interest rate increases. Uh, you can't go to Bitcoin because it's going through the floor comparatively. Normally, you'd expect precious metals to be the uh, the place of last resort for people to go. But, I mean, gold and silver are not a pretty sight lately, are they? No, they really aren't. I mean, gold, um, since January 1st, is is down about 8.5%. But that's not off its high because around March, uh, sometime the first part of March, March 8th, 9th, somewhere in there, it hit a high for the year of uh, somewhere around $2,043. So you take that versus the 1,673 it is right now. And, uh, you know, that's a good 15 plus percent decline. Yeah, and I mentioned Bitcoin as well being in the tank. It's down another almost two and a half percent overnight last night. It's way under 20,000. Now I'm just barely tipping 19,000 on Bitcoin. And boy, it wasn't, it seems like yesterday that we're trading at 40,000 for Bitcoin. So get this, Dave. I ran that number too. January second, Bitcoin opened at forty six thousand nine ninety five. So right now it is down over fifty nine percent at that uh, close yesterday at nineteen oh eighty eight. You know the then, guys that bought it when it was the one when it was in the hundreds are really laughing right now. But anybody that got in late, they're kind of licking some major wounds on Bitcoin, aren't they? They are, and and Bitcoin's better than than uh, with Ethereum. Ethereum is down sixty four percent from January, so uh, yeah, not not good news across the board. And there really isn't any place to hide. Where do you go? Federal bonds. Well, okay, fine. The interest rate's going up, but that inversion is now. We're still looking at forty basis points worth of inversion between the two year and the thirty year Treasury notes this morning on my figures. Yeah, I haven't even looked at those yet this morning. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we are uh, the 12 months at over 4% right now. Wow. Yeah, that's got a top 40 basis points then over the 30-year. I get delayed quotes, and the trend is going upward on the two. Uh, basically, we've got what, probably the most unsettled set of markets that I've seen in 
well, decades of, of doing this thing down the line. Uh, it kind of, it does emphasize the notion of seeing a financial advisor to stabilize things because there's basically no place in the risk market that you can put your money where it's not at risk these days. No, it, it really is tough. And I, I talk all the time about how, you know, there's a lot of things in this world that we can't control, but, but folks can really and truly control how much risk they have in their portfolios. But there's two things that have to happen. One, they have to know what their risk is right now in that portfolio. And two, they need to know how much risk they should have in their portfolio and make sure those two things agree. And uh, Dave, I see that a lot all the time that those two things just don't match up a lot of times. Absolutely. There's an old uh, talk show host that used to have a national talk market show. He issued something called the Market Timer Newsletter. And I don't think anybody has ever timed the market properly. People that invest in risk investments expecting to get fat and sassy by timing the market, uh, they lose a heck of a lot more than they win. Uh, that, that's right. They, they really do. Because here's the key is, you know, it's a lot of times it's okay to figure out when to buy something. The tough part is trying to figure out when to sell it. <laughs> I haven't heard it put that way, but you're absolutely right. And the the index has kind of proven it out down the line because predictability isn't there. I always harken back to that uh, article that I think I had on uh, last Wednesday saying that uh, somebody expected that one of the better respected brokerage houses was saying that we're into that second dip on the uh, bear market, and they expected the S&P to be down around 3,300 before we finally hit the bottom. That's a resistance level that we don't want to see hit. No, we, we really don't, Dave. That'll be, a, that'll be a pretty far, far fall from where we are. You know, we don't have much in earnings because we are truly at the end here. We got uh, 10 days left of this quarter. Uh, before we hit the, the fourth quarter. But I do want to go just a, a couple upgrades, downgrades, actually more downgrades than anything, right? So Ford came out yesterday, Dave, and they said that, uh, you know, it's kind of like FedEx. We're getting – companies are coming out now giving some warnings. And uh, Ford warned that their quarterly earnings are going to take a hit because, get this, they have a billion dollars in increased supplier costs and part shortages. Uh, yeah, yeah wow. this is hurting them. Um, they're down as much as they've been down as much as four and a half percent this morning. And they are, uh, well, they're down a little bit more than that, getting close to five right now. The other one that was a um, uh, another downgrade that hit was Nike. Mm-hmm. Nike got downgraded by Barclays. And so uh, from equal weight, I mean, from overweight to equal weight. And so that's um, putting some pressure on them. They're down about almost three percent this morning. And they're two of the top three in my big loser list pre-market, so that makes some sense at this point. I was wondering what Ford had done that prompted the 4.5% downtick. Again, it was an up day yesterday, and we don't really know why. 45 minutes before we opened this morning with the jitters we've got with uh, about 36 hours before we really go crazy on the interest rate decision. How are we looking on the futures this morning? Yeah, it's oscillating up and down a little bit here. Nothing green, believe me, uh, <clears throat> across that front. So we've got the Dow uh, down right now, uh, about a little over six-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500, same thing, down about six-tenths six of a percent. And then uh, the NASDAQ 100 down seven-tenths of a percent. So everything's definitely in the red part of the market. Uh, silver's down a half a percent gold down another tenth of a percent this morning crude oil is heading back up uh 
almost flat though. It's up almost a tenth of a percent, eighty-five dollars and forty-two cents a barrel right now, Dave. And I thought that $82 dip seemed a little bit low given market conditions yesterday morning. I didn't expect that to hold. Overseas markets, the Asian rim generally up overnight following our market performance from yesterday. Europe is looking at us and probably looking at Sweden, too, and going, oh, no, they're all down a half to a full percent midway through their day. We were alluding to it earlier. You can't control the markets, and you sure as heck can't time them because nothing's predictable these days. Risk is about the only thing you can control. How do I find you to find that in my portfolio? Hey, Dave, to schedule your core retirement design, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Love to spend 30 minutes on the phone with you, answer your questions. Make sure you're going the right direction. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. I almost forgot FM station this morning. I was going to slip it in just in case you did forget. Maybe we should uh, cross our fingers for the case of the flu at the Fed meeting today. That might cancel the decision tomorrow. (laughs) I'd never wish COVID, but the flu would be perfectly fine. You have a good day, sir. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, you too. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope your week's off to a great start. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day.